This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. A life following Christ may not be what you think. In the last two episodes, A Christian Life and Christian Life Restrictions, we explored first what it means to be a Christian, and second, why it is a myth that a Christian life means you know, you live in a world of do's and don'ts instead of true freedom. In this podcast, we explore some of those rules and look at how living a life that follows Christ is indeed a life of freedom. Welcome to this episode of A Few Minutes with God. The topic today is a life following Christ, and we will explore the freedom, happiness, and joy that a Christian life truly brings us, and not just what we believe. You can find the show notes for today's episode 40 on a few minutes with God podcast.com. Look for the episode, A Life Following Christ. Please share this podcast with a friend, and thanks so much for giving us a star rating on your favorite podcast app or on iTunes or Google Play or anywhere you listen to this podcast. Well, we strive to live a life following Christ, but what exactly does that mean in the everyday? I know that I fail so many times, and with this failure, guilt starts to crop up. I always say guilt is not from the Lord. As a Christian, I strive for peace, yet many times I find myself in turmoil due to things I cannot help or prevent. I know in my heart that all good comes from God, but often we have trials in our lives. And doesn't living a Christian life mean living a life of freedom from trials, turmoil, and living a life that is truly happy? Well, first, this isn't heaven. I know that when I look at um, you know things in my past, like a college friend who I was a professed Christian, and I mean, she was what we would call a holy roller, like all in. Well, everything that could possibly go wrong in her life did. And my college self was pretty lukewarm, and I thought, oh my gosh, I cannot be like her. I mean, I really love God, and I want to be all in, but if that's what it means to be a Christian, I'm out. Well, Christians who do walk around, you know, glumly are certainly not encouraging those who borderline Um, who are borderline or lukewarm Christians. However, that is not what my friend showed me. She showed me that she was going to praise God in all things. Well, what about those rules that the Bible gives us on how we should live our lives? Let's look at some of the scripture verses beginning in Ephesians 5. And please, all these scripture verses are so awesome. They're in the show notes. um, And I'm going to really study them some more because I'm just touching on them here. First of all, Ephesians 5 uh, tells us to be imitators of God. Ephesians 5, 1 through 2, Therefore be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love, just as Christ also loved you and gave himself up for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God as a fragrant aroma. Well, how do we do that? How do we be imitators of a divine being who gave himself up for us? only with the grace of God and by His Holy Spirit. Friends, are we really open to God's will in our lives, truthfully? I know I struggle with this daily, especially if I'm praying, as I am right now, for a solution to two problems that I have nothing 
Um, you know, no control over, it doesn't have anything to do with me specifically, but everything to do with my family. There is nothing I can do about it. It's out of my hands, but I do know and I believe that God is victorious in all things, and for Him, the problem is very minor. All I can do as a Christian is try to imitate God, to be obedient no matter what the outcome, and continue to walk in love, not because I want to, but because I will myself to. It's my own free will that I am giving to God. God knows about my imperfections. He knows about your imperfections. And He will purify us if we allow Him to. Ephesians 5.11, Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Let's look at verse 5. For you were formerly darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the light consists in all goodness and righteousness and truth, trying to learn what is pleasing to the Lord. Do not participate in the unfruitful deeds of darkness, but instead even expose them. Well, I don't know about you, but I surely don't want to walk in darkness and I love the thought that we are children of light, which is goodness and righteousness and truth. And that makes me so happy. And that is what it means to walk as a Christian. Ephesians 20, 21 mentions something I talk about often because I've seen the impact in my life when I agree to do this, and that is to give thanks. It says, always giving thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God, even the Father, and be subject to one another in the fear of of Christ. Thanking God when things are going wrong is something that is a good habit to get into. Each night we try very hard as a family to sit down and pray and thank God for the day. Even if one of my sons says, and I'm thankful that today is over, he at least is thankful and he's still thanking God. Galatians 5 explains the fruit of the Spirit. 5 22 through 25, but I recommend you read all of Galatians. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Now those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. And Luke 6, 43, for those, for, uh, for there is... No good tree which produces bad fruit, nor, on the other hand, a bad tree which produces good fruit. Who doesn't want to have love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, and self-control in their lives? If this is a life following Christ, then sign me up. In addition, the verse in Luke explains that a bad tree cannot produce good fruit. Makes sense, right? So how many times do we hear and are we able to identify with other Christians by their good fruit. You know, we hear that. You will know a Christian by their love. You will know a Christian by their joy, by their peace, by their kindness. Is this something they can do on their own? No, it is by the grace of God and through the Holy Spirit. So what about people who are not Christians, but good people? I've always wondered what that meant, and how can you be good without God? The Lord once showed me through a very personal example that we cannot put him in a box. There are people who do not yet know God, but seem to have God in their heart. Are they truly saved? Well, that's a question for the Almighty. 
A person that I knew who I would could call a good person embraced Christianity at some point in his life, and it was through the example of someone he loved. This is a happy ending, and many times those endings remain unfinished. I recently spoke to someone who was making excuses for a spouse who is an unbeliever. He explained the same thing as above, that being a good person was important, and it was not up to him to judge, and I agree that judging is the job of God. Yet today, in another conversation, he explained how his spouse loved to show that centered around a medium, and I explained that mediums typically get their information from the dark side, and he didn't believe this. And... um. He explained that while he didn't agree with Ouija boards and some of the other occultic kinds of things that could open dark portals to the other world, this was different. So I directed him to speak to our pastor because this is something that needs spiritual guidance, and I'm not in the position to give it to him. You know, while we can share with others what we believe, it is ultimately up to them and their free will to make a decision. And the reason I mention it here is because when we begin to make excuses for ourselves or for others, we are not following the ways or the rules, if you will, that are laid out to us. Almighty God in His infallible Word that is contained in the Bible and in sound church teachings are, you know, what we should be following. And anything else opens us to being led astray. Yes, we should love our neighbor as ourselves. Yes, we should show the love of God. But friends, do not compromise your faith, even for those you love. We have to keep praying for them and not making excuses for them. Colossians 3 explains in detail how to live a life following Christ. Colossians 3, 1-4 urges us to put our, on our new self, our Christian self, one that is focused on a life that is waiting for us, waiting for a time when we will be reunited with Christ. Therefore, if you have been raised up with Christ, keep seeking the things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on the things above, not on the things that are on the earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ who is our life is revealed, then you will also will be revealed with Him in glory. We are urged to put aside all that is sinful and evil practices as believers. Does this mean we can't go on and live our lives? Of course not. We can live our lives. You know, but have an eye that someday our Lord and Savior is going to come back, and He's going to come back for us. Colossians 3, 8-11, But now you also put them all aside, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and abusive speech from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, since you laid aside the old self with its evil practices and have put on the new self who is being renewed to a true knowledge according to the image of the one who created him. Colossians 3.12 continues with the verse that explains we've been chosen by God. In episode 39, the last one I did on living the um, Christian life and whether it's restrictive. I discussed the belief that many have that we are restricted by all the rules, but I explained that in essence, it's a gift, that faith is a gift that we receive if we are open to receiving, because again, a reminder, we have free will. So as those who have been chosen by God, holy and beloved, put on the heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving each other. Whoever has a complaint against anyone, 
just as the Lord forgave you, you also should beyond all these things put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you are called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you with wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, and it goes on. Look at the verse and rejoice. Please take a, a take time to really go through these verses. I know I've gone through them rather quickly here. Uh, journal about them. You know, put them. Um, you know, read them, memorize them, write them out, study them. Let them penetrate your heart. The Bible spells out a way to live a life as a follower of Christ, and it's so wonderful. It's truly a blueprint for living life to the fullest. Well, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for the gift and the joy of being called by you to a life following Christ. As a Christian, I pray you allow me to have holy boldness to proclaim your name to others and to allow me to walk each day on the path of righteousness. I ask that you hear all of the needs deep within our hearts, especially for those we now pray. I ask that you answer our prayers, Lord, and you bless those for whom we pray. Please help us to forgive. Help us to have all the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, forgiveness, gentleness, self-control, and more. We want every good thing you have for us. Thank you for giving us the time today to spend a few minutes with you, and I praise you in everything. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, a few minutes with God.com and your podcast page on a few minutes with God podcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.